The sermon for the fourth Sunday of Easter is from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 1 to 10. Uh, the sermon is entitled, Confirmed in Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Now, how fitting the gospel text is uh, for this special day on Confirmation Sunday. I know I remember one of my seminary classes, uh, as I told Emily this before, I think, was an independent study class on the Lord's Supper. And as you know, with independent study, it is simply professor and student. And my professor, Dr. Masaki, whom I dearly respect, had me read more than I've ever, he had, re- he had made me read more than I've ever read before. And every class, week by week, it was just me and him, and there I would need to answer every single question. And trust me, when you have to answer every single question, you better be prepared. Right? From the Greek to the endless theological books, the constant discussion that was at hand, it reminded me how important the doctrine of God's word truly was and is and will always be. And here for Emily Mark, for her confirmation, it was an independent study as she was and is the lone confirmand this day. And she too, herself, had to be prepared for every class. There was no hiding. Nope. Ready for every question. Prepared for every Word And there she would study the Bible, reading after reading, study the catechism there, section after section of the six chief parts. And I'd always tell Emily, uh, this is not your graduation. No, this is a study about your life. This is not about graduation. This is not about passing a test. No, this is about your life. And that's the most important thing, is that this As you study, you study what your faith is, who you are according to God and his word. Very important, according to God and his word. And I pray for you that you will always remember your confirmation, studying the word of God as this continues, studying the catechism as you flee to it time and time again, that as you live in this world, here you can rest upon the voice of the good shepherd. Receiving the word and sacrament, Sunday after Sunday, Bible study after Bible study, this is where you rest in the green pasture of God's word. For all of us, Jesus says in our gospel text, the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought brought out all his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. It is all about the voice, the voice that is of God's word alone. For apart from God's word, there are only strangers. There are only thieves who are there to kill, steal, and destroy. The sheep hear his voice. 
the voice of God, the Holy Scriptures, as it is from 2 Timothy, the breathed word of God. And this is where our Lord leads us by the green pasture of his word. At the same time, the Lord cautions us that as we are led by this very word, just as I mentioned here before, there is the thief. There is the strange voice. During the time of Jesus there, he was calling out the leaders, the Pharisees, the false teachers, who would lead the people by their own merits, by their own works, by their own self-righteousness, as if this could merit their way to God. And this was a great danger. Because if it is not Jesus, it is a stranger's voice. If it is not Christ, it is the voice of the thief. Today is all about the word. The word. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing to add, nothing to take away. Not what I think, not what you think, not what my opinion is, not what your opinion is, not what I feel, not what you feel, not what is relevant to this age. No. The word is the word. And that's what this day of confirmation is all about. And that's the caution, my friends. Once we depart from the word, once we change or twist the word, there we are believing in the devil's lie. Yeah, it could be your goodness. I'm so good. I'm such a good person. I do all these things in life. My merits, they must be worth something for my salvation. That could be one of them. It could be your own ideas about what the word is, what you want it to say, rather than what it is. That you see the word from your lens, from your fallen perspective, rather than what Jesus has told to us throughout Scripture. And this is the great tension in all of our lives. And that's why I always urge each and every one of you to come to church, come to Bible study, be in your devotions day in and day out, so that you know what your faith is. You know how to discern and decipher the voice of thieves, the voice of strangers versus the voice of God given to us by His Holy Scripture. I say this because sadly, even within Christianity, how it is very tempting, how people are turning as they are bowing down to the allegiance to the world that shapes the word rather than the word that shapes the world. And yes, this is the devil's brew, his great deceptive concoction, saying, look, it's okay. Twist the word. It looks good. Look at that green pasture. Look at the still waters, the oasis, the abundance Look, you have God on your own terms. All is well. And there, little do we know that all we have is a pasture that is dead, 
waters that are droughted, an oasis that is simply an illusion to one of great despair. Little does the devil tell us when we twist the word that destruction is right ahead. Soon enough, there we find ourselves redefining God's word. Oh, how easy it is for us humans to do God's law. And once we proceed down this dangerous path, we soon pick and choose the ingredients, right? We don't need an egg today. <laughs> no sugar needed for cookies. Oh, we, we don't need butter for cookies. No, we do need butter for cookies, that's for sure. <laughs> time and time again. But when it comes to the word, rather than the law being the law for what it is, we redefine and we find ourselves ceasing to repent anymore. Failing to examine our hearts according to God's words as we find ourselves comfortably with the den of thieves. And thus on this confirmation day, it is a constant reminder of what it is to be confirmed in God's word. The voice of the shepherd in God's word. To hear the voice of the shepherd in God's word for what it is. For what it is. Our sinful nature, our sinful nature says, no, I, I want it to be this way. Our sinful nature says, I want it to be that way. We, we make so many concessions for ourselves when we look at the word. We might say to ourselves, I know what the word says, but... But, you know, it is in that concerning conjunction, or that word conjunction, that but, indicates the great temptation to ignore or even change the word. Because it is tempting how we continue to make excuses, justifying what we do in what we have done, and that is our sin. And we could trick those around us. We can try to justify ourselves trying to give us a clear conscience. But at the end of the day, in front of God, the law shows us our sin. The law unveils the true condition that we were all born into. And on this confirmation day, we are humbled by the word of God. As we confess what we have sinned in thought, word, and deed. That our ears have been itched so easily by the way of the world. And how we all have fallen short, even in the slightest way, twisting the word of God. Neglecting to hold sacred to his word. Replacing it with our thoughts, our priorities, our schedules, rather than being in God's word. How our opinions have become our own little gods. And it is a time, as we look at the word for what it is, a time to repent. The word of God says, our Lord is faithful and just. And by his word, he forgives you and cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Yes, the word shows us our sin. We can't hide behind anything. 
Yet again, the word uncovers, unveils, and delivers to you the words of righteousness, the words of your forgiveness, the words that each and every one of you need to hear. And that is, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The pasture is the word. The word is Christ. And here your soul is cared for. Every grief, every sorrow, every shame and guilt, your sin. Yes, the word shows us these very things. Yet the word also delivers you the sweet, sweet sound, the sweet, sweet word of the gospel. That is what we confirm today. The gospel of Jesus Christ who laid his life down for each and every one of you, who shed his blood for the forgiveness of your sins. This is what is confirmed by the very door who provides you the way, the way that is of the cross, where there our Lord suffered, who is faithful, who endured, as he bore the cup of wrath for each and every one of you. This is what is confirmed. The good shepherd who lays his life down to reconcile you to the great I am. I am the door, the way to which you are with God, the way of sacrifice, the way of redemption, the way of the cross where there he bought each and one of you back. And here you are in the green pasture of God's word. The abundant life. You have the abundant life. Christ is risen. You say those words because of the voice that is given you by the very word of the resurrection, the voice of triumph and victory over sin and death, the voice that your sins have been atoned for, and that everlasting life is for you. The stranger voice, the thief voice, cannot tell you these words, but only Christ. Christ, His voice, who shatters them all, who muzzles and says, be quiet, Satan, be gone. And there he is gone. This is the voice that conquers and gives you the clear conscience, the comforted soul, knowing full well that your name is written in the book of life. This is your green pasture. And there you are, the sheep who follow his voice near the still waters, resting in his glorious name, knowing full well that you have been forgiven of all your sins because this is the voice that leads you. On this Confirmation Day, this is the voice that is confirmed. The Word of God. Friends, may you have this abundantly. Because this Word is your life. It's not just on Sunday. It's not just a graduation. This is every single day. This Word is your life. The Word that points you to Jesus Christ alone. So Emily...
confirmed in Christ, you are. From the law to the gospel, from the word and the sacraments, this is the word that you'll always need to hear. Whether you're in seventh grade or whether you're 70, this is the word that you will always need to hear. The voice of the shepherd, the voice of Christ for you. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.